When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Scumability Cantina, it's the ultimate showdown! Guys, we are so excited to be able to do something like this. Thank you to J.C. Reifenberg, the FCL, Star Wars Champion of the World, and the owner of this wonderful establishment. And we are coming to you live from Los Angeles in front of a studio audience. We're so excited to be able to do this. And what a match it is going to be here today, Mark. We've got two, two competitors here, obviously, you guys know Scary Perry Nemiroff, ladies and gentlemen. Remember last year, Mark, she took out Mike Kalinowski yes. in the first round, busted a lot of brackets, but she's going to have a very tough opponent here, Ben the Boss Bateman. <laughs> see right away. Yeah, I think you know I uh, figured out in my head who the crowd is caring about more in this particular match. They might be rooting for Perry. Maybe she's cast as an underdog in this match as well, but we've seen her disrupt a lot of tournament brackets and schmodowns past. That's Christian, I am Mark, and the smell of anticipation mixes with the chicken straight next door, and it just makes this uh, magical elixir of anticipation, of energy, of desire to get to that next level in the tournament, and it all starts right here, right now, at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. What's so crazy about this match is not only is it a first-round match that will, I mean, obviously people know, if Perry, because of a record of one and two, she gets a seat uh, playing up against a, a top competitor like Bateman. But if she wins this match, not only is it going to be a big upset, but it also just plays into this narrative of the quirky mercs. Just no one thought the quirky mercs would be where they are right now and they are in such a position to win the whole damn thing. And Perry could add to that today. The Quirky Mercs, obvious cat enthusiasts, and now they are using all nine of their lives to stay relevant in the faction race. And you can make a lot of points in a hurry if you get on a run in the tournament. And on the other side of it, you have Ben Bateman, who is just so hell-bent on not just upsetting everybody in his path, but also winning, getting to a championship belt. But again, what happens if he stumbles here in the tournament? What does that do for his future for the rest of his singles division season? There's going to be a lot of storylines here. Absolutely. Former champion. He won the tournament back in 2019. That's how he got his title shot and won it. So he's not a stranger. He won the team's tournament. He's been in the final of the team's tournament. He's, he's, he's a tournament master. He's been, done it so many different times. But we saw what Perry did last year. And if you guys want to see how we got where we are right now, here we go. Riley and Roka, they show up with a lot of preparation and study, and Erwin shows up with bad Wi-Fi. As I said to you, Erwin, when we were texting earlier in the week, looking forward to getting a drink with you someday, buddy, but today, unfortunately, you're on the losing end.
I hear what you're all saying, that somehow I've brought my bad luck record from Star Wars into managing the dungeon, instead of playing the top talents in trivia, instead of playing the experts at an elite level, we're going to play the quirky mercs. There's some unwritten rule in the showdown that Scary Perry Nemiroff can only play people with belts. It does make me feel a little better about this whole thing that I beat Kalinowski. I came close to beating Riley. I know I have a shot here, but it's intimidating. The thing that makes it less intimidating, though, is reminding myself how much less I have to lose compared to him. When you play guys like Ethan Irwin, or you play guys like Roka or Dan, or any of these guys that are at the top, you know you're gonna have to go just about perfect. Perry Nemiroff beat Mike to start the tournament last year. I don't really think that there's almost anybody in this entire tournament that I would take lightly. First of all, quirky? You guys are about the fifth quirkiest faction in the league, okay? In fact, I think today you're playing the quirkiest faction in the league. I hope Ben is training as hard as we are. I hope Ben is as ready as we are. I hope Ben is ready for Perry to play the game of her life. That's, you can't you can't name yourself coy and then act like that. You're about as coy as John Kaiser. I'll tell you what, I'll fix it for you. Uh, you guys, uh, how about the uh, the um, somewhat eccentric Mercs and uh, exuberant Jandrew? There you go. All right, now I'm back on board. She has the comeback record and the underdog of the win year award against Mike Kalinowski. Perry is a force. I just found these diamonds that I knew were diamonds, not even in the rough, and they played like Beyonce. All I care about is playing a good match and wrapping this thing up in a headspace that makes me excited to play another one and to know that all of my my practice and my training is paying off well. Jen, I think that my play over the last several matches speaks for itself. I think I'm playing better than I've ever played. We're a family in the dungeon. We fight together, we win together, we lose together. I know they're gonna have my back, but I still wanted to bring it home. You know, they call Ben the boss because he runs the show. But he's not just the boss. He's the CEO, he's the CFO, and he's got an MBA and kick an A. And he's about to give Perry Nemiroff a pink slip and send her on her way. And as the HMFIC, I predict TKO. He's gonna be so focused on I'm doing his thing, his whole shtick, and I can just play my game and play it well. That's what he's facing right now, and you better watch it. Look, a lot of smack talk from Bateman, as you knew it would be, and a lot of positive energy coming from the Mercs and Perry Nemiroff, as you knew it would be. Positive energy, indeed. 818. And so, if you look at the managerial perspective in here, uh, we don't know who's showing up for the dungeon. We rarely ever do. We don't know who's going to be walking out with Ben Bateman, but we know this. Coy Jandrew, just a, a beacon of light in a dark world, hopefully celebrating a victory for his faction at the end of today. We're about to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia shmona! Good, good crowd here today. Three rounds in the ultimate Schmodown singles division. Mm -hmm. 
hear that music from the Corky Mercs. Perry Nemiroff is about to arrive, ladies and gentlemen. And sounds like Santa Claus is on the roof. It really and, and manager of the year so far. You look at what Corey Andrew making a case for it. There's no doubt about it. It was Shazam, Dimalanta, and if Perry can do it here today. I mean, look at Perry and Josh Harwood. Here she comes, Mark. Here comes the Perry Nemiroff. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. She is back in Los Angeles. Introducing first, representing the Quirky Mercs with a record of one win, two defeats. She is Sky Perry Nemiroff. Scary Perry Nemiroff, her manager Coy Andrew. And you know, Perry has been here before. She has done the dance, and now she looks to do the biggest upset of her career. That's right. She's going to be playing just to the left of Baby Yoda, who is very shy, hiding in between two vats of liquid. Smeagol right behind her. No, that was not a dig at Koi Chandra. There was actually Smeagol right behind Koi Chandra. And now we just await the boss. It's a fun bar here. The boss. Okay, this is a slightly it's different back. sort of you hear that laughter and there he comes here comes the former champ and here's that music and the dungeon and we're getting word that it is actually adam witt adam witt is going to be managing he's been beloved by the fans and his own competitors maybe even more so than kaiser so we are just waiting for the arrival of the former champ and here is adam witt and you can see there's so much you know he's going to milk it out he's just going to win and here he comes here he comes right now. There is the former champion as he's walking out. The boos are loud. Look at that super. And he knows it. He knows it. He looks like Harrison Ford at the beginning of Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Will it be Doom for his tournament chances today? And her opponent with a record of 13 wins, 8 defeats, and 6 knockouts. He is the former movie trivia schmodad. Coming to the wall, and the boss beats And you can see right away. Right, a Bateman. couple rounds of applause, but mostly booze are the tone of the day for Bateman and the dungeon. All right, so our competitors have arrived. Round number one is about to begin in the ultimate showdown at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Mark, what are the rules? The rules of round number one are as follows. Ben has to return that jacket to me by the end of the business day. As far as the competition itself, eight questions in round number one will emerge for the field of competition. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. No stealing in round number one. We'll ask the question. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing surface you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the camera, to the audience, and to us as well. We ask you to write big, if you can, if you feel up to it. Write as big as you can, as long as you get that whole answer in its complete form on the whiteboard. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Name for famous forest moon of Endor resident JTE. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, that's your repeat. Use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers, God forbid, and we will delineate to our heart's content. It will be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. So Christian, the competitors are set. Coy Jander looks ready, and Adam Witt looks like the security guard for a bachelor party. 
Ben Bateman, are you ready? You know, Perry, congratulations for making it to the big show. It's a big day for you. I'm ready. Perry Nemiroff. Perry Nemiroff, are you ready? Shut up, Ben. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh! Uh, let's get ready to Schmodown! Shots fired right away. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to start with new releases. Vince Vaughn stars as a serial killer called The Butcher who switches bodies with a teenage girl named Millie in this 2020 horror film. And as always, we do ask the live audience to not even whisper what they think the correct answer is. And now Christian Harloff with his Vince Vaughn impression. Five, four, three, two. Not very good. No, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Ben Bateman. I got freaky. And Perry. Got freaky. Tie game. Uh, all right. The score is even unless you're counting the square footage of whiteboards. <laughs> question number two is in the world of crime movies, crime films, and your question. Which actor plays the lead role of Nicky Spurgeon, a seasoned con man in the 2015 film Focus? Both competitors are doing right now. Seems like that we see ourselves locked in, locked in, ready to go. Listen, this is a, an intense situation. Five, Five. Nice. four, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Perry. Will Smith. That is correct. And Ben. Got Will Smith. Two, 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 two. <laughs> Question three is going to come to you from the realm of fantasy sci-fi. This 1990s Tim Burton film features performances from Jack Black, Michael J. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Martin Short. Vinstock claims that's who he went golfing with last week. Ooh, which one? All four of them. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. Ben Bateman. We got Mars Attacks. Yes, Perry. Disappointed, but I'm happy that I wrote something this time. Uh, <laughs> Big Fish is incorrect. All right, so Ben Bateman goes up here. Three, two. And here's our next question. All right, it comes in the category of sports movies, athletic competition, and your question. Sean Astin wants to play football at the University of Notre Dame, but has neither the money for tuition nor the grades to qualify for a scholarship in this 1990s sports film. That was a very specific question. It was. Well, I would, I'd like to see them repeat it just to do it. Yeah, I, do, I just read a paragraph. Yeah, please ask for a repeat. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. We start with Perry. Rudy. Yes, it is. And Ben. Rudy. Correct. All right. So, Ben Bateman right now. Four, three, one point lead over the scary Perry Nemiroff. And here is question five. Famous actors and actresses. Which actress appears in the films Home Alone 3, Hail Caesar, and The Prestige? No synopsis for you. No, not a book. You could have just said A Hobbit Likes Football. Name the movie. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up please, and Ben. I had Scarlett Johansson. Yes, Perry. Scarlett Johansson. Perry hanging in there. So it's only down by one. 
see ourselves 5-4 as That's we get right. question six. Next category. Oh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Comedies. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, get out of here. And your question for a point. In the world of comedies, two veteran NYPD partners are on the trail of a stolen, rare, mint-conditioned baseball card in this 2010 buddy cop film featuring Sean William Scott. They look, both look stumped on that one, Mark. And my hope is that the baseball card is Bill Ripken, 1989 Fleer. I like that. Five. Holds Four. it like this. Yep. Three. Two. Repeat the question. All right, there we go. First one, you have two remaining. The category is comedies. Ha ha. The question. Two veteran NYPD partners are on the trail of a stolen, rare, mint-conditioned baseball card in this 2010 buddy cop film featuring Sean William Scott. I would love it if every question added more to the plot of Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> so we got into Holy Cross. It's a sequel that never happened. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. We're going to start here with Perry. The other guys? That's incorrect. Ben? Didn't have it. Looking for the classic cop-out. 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 All right, so they, only one point, but the Sorry, Kevin Smith. But the perfect, the perfect round gone for Bateman, but he still has his lead, 5-4, as we get to question seven. All right, which 19... Ah, in what's the, realm, the category? In the realm of Oscars. Thank you. Thank you. Which 1994 film from director Robert Zemeckis won the best picture at the 1995 Oscars? So that was a big, even though Harry didn't get that, it was good for, for the Ben missed it. The perfect round is out now. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. Here we go. We start with Ben Bateman. Forrest Gump. Yes, Perry. Forrest Gump. Look at that. So, all right. six five. Perry only down by one here as we get to our final question. We got us a ball game. Your final category is horror slash thriller movies. And the question Which actor appeared in the films Prometheus, Annabelle Comes Home, and Bone Tomahawk? Nice little trilogy of cinema right there. A lot of buckets of corn consumed oh, during that middle movie. Just grease stripping on your face. Five, four. Repeat the question. First one for Perry. All right, Perry and Ben both have two remaining. The category is horror slash thriller. The question, which actor appeared in the films Prometheus, Annabelle Comes Home, and Bone Tomahawk? Locked in, Perry is. I like focus, as yeah. are their managers. I've never seen Coy not smile for this long. It's intense. You can feel it. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. So, second one for Bateman. All right, for Ben, and it is in the category of horror thriller. Which actor appeared in the films Prometheus, Annabelle Comes Home, and Bone Tomahawk? There's two in this round. Perry's one. Both people on the same question. Very interesting. If one of them can pull. That's why the Lord giveth three JTEs. Five. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we're going to start with Perry. Is it Patrick Wilson? It is. Ben. Patrick Wilson. Both wow, got they got it. Both got it. They got what it. What a round. What a round. Seven, six. 
Yeah. Bateman up by one. Going into the second round, Mark, it's the wheel round. How does it go? It is the wheel round, and I am pleased to say the wheel is here today, everyone. The wheel showed up. It made it. We got that bag of bones out of bed, and here at Two Scum and Villainy, so each competitor gets to spin at the live wheel. Once they settle on a category, four questions emerge from that particular realm. Questions for two points, unless you need multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we're told is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. Keep in mind, if you don't like what you spun initially, you may spin again as long as it didn't land on opponent's choice. All right, so Ben Bateman is the higher ranked competitor and has a one point lead. So Ben, you get to choose, would you like to go first or would you like to defer to Perry? What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna defer. Perry, go for it. All right, so we're gonna All give right. it to Perry Nemiroff. All right, so Perry Nemiroff is going to spin that wheel. Perry, get on in there, give the wheel a spin. We'll give it like a do this and this for good luck. Yeah, you should look over that Jurassic <laughs> Park spin. Give it a spin, and we'll give it a call and let you know what it is, and you can spin again if you want it. Round and round. She we'll loves seeing that Jurassic Park spin. She's looking for it. Coming for it. Oh, mixed bag, Perry. Mixed bag. So you get you get 60 seconds to decide if you want to keep it. Yeah, she's looking. They're aiming for that. that look at that Park. dashing young stud, Paul Newman. He might have a future in this town. What a, I mean, That's you a be good able to looking fella. Pull off that sweater vest. God, like look at that. It's a V-neck too. Not not as easy as the Gap models look make it look. That's right. All right, guys, we're gonna have to have a, uh, a decision here in just a moment. Mixed bag. All right, Perry, are you gonna keep mixed bag or are you going to spin again? Gonna spin again. All right, so she's aiming for a Jurassic Park. She's all in on Jurassic Park. Is it gonna Jurassic be the Park. dinosaur movie? And it's gonna be on. Oh, this oh is that's not good too for her. New releases. New releases. It is. That's big. That's big for Perry. That is big for Perry Nemiroff. That is one of her slices for sure. All right. New releases is the category that Perry Nemiroff will be answering from. Perry, these are new releases anywhere between the last. 18 months, last 18 months. All right, here is your first question. Perry, who plays the character of Walter Simmons, the villainous CEO of a cybernetics corporation in Godzilla versus Kong? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Second one. Who plays the character of Walter Simmons, the villainous CEO of a cybernetics corporation in Godzilla vs. Kong? Demi and Bashir. That's correct for two points. Yes. Another well-spent JTE Smart. rule. Smart. Smart by Perry and used it, used it wisely. Here's question two. Actress Yu Jung Yoon won the Best Supporting Actress Oscar for which film that was released in 2020? Minari. For two more points. Okay. What 2020 thriller from director Derek Borte follows a man with rage issues who targets a woman after an altercation on the road? Five, four. Multiple choice. Is it A, run, B, the call, C, every breath you take, D, unhinged? Unhinged. For one more point. 
Very good round number two in the category new releases so far. Here is the last, last question. All right, here it is. Which action movie star plays the emperor in the 2020 remake of Mulan? Multiple choice. Is it A, Donnie Yen? B, Jackie Chan? C, Jet Li? D, Tony Jaa? Donnie Yen. That is incorrect. Ben, for the steal, I'm going to give you the question and then the multiple answer. Which action movie star plays the emperor in the 2020 remake of Mulan? Is it A, Donnie Yen? B, Jackie Chan? C, Jet Li? D, Tony Jaa? It's Jet Li. It is, and that's one point steal for Ben Bateman. It's a big steal, Christian. That could big. be crucial. Perry Cook improving why she's the greatest host of movie talk in its storied history, but now Ben Bateman with a big steal. They're only trails by three, and now he has a spin at the wheel. All right, so now Ben Bateman will be spinning the wheel. Ben, give it a spin. Here we go. The boss looking for a big right. wheel spin here now. Trying to get himself a good lead. He can. If he has a category that he likes, he can get himself a nice, healthy lead. He's got but some favorable categories on there. Opponent's but choice. Opponent's, opponent's choice. It is. That's not a virtual wheel spin. That is That's not a virtual. real wheel spin. That's not virtual. It happened to land on opponent's choice. It's real. So, so now 60 seconds for the quirky Mercs. Perry and Coy going to try to piece together which category to saddle Ben Bateman with. All right, guys, do we have an answer? We're going to have to pick whatever's right to the wheel. We're going mixed bag. Mixed bag. All right, mixed bag it is. Not Jurassic Park. And mixed bag is going to be the category that Ben Bateman gets. Ben will get four questions in the realm of mixed bag films. It is currently 11 to 8. Ben Bateman trails by three. He's about to face four questions in the world of mixed bag. Ben, make sure I can see your hands. I'm just kidding. We're live. It's okay. <laughs> All right, sir. John Wick. Who plays John's mentor, Marcus, who helps him throughout the film? Five, four, three, two. Willem Dafoe. Correct for two points. All right, here is question number two. All right, for two more points. Which 1998 romantic comedy has the tagline, in the history of partying, Huntington Hills High School is about to become legendary? Five, four, three, multiple choice. All right, your four options for one point. Is it A, can't hardly wait, B, she's all that, C, varsity blues, or D, Angus? Five, can't hardly wait is correct for a point. We are now tied at 11 apiece. Ben Bateman still has two questions remaining. Your penultimate query in the world of mixed bag is. 
In the film Scream, what classic horror film is the group watching when Randy explains the rules for how to survive a horror film? Five, four, three, two. Yeah, multiple trust. I'm not giving up that steal. All right. Your four options <laughs> for one point. As Perry tries to contain her excitement. Ben, for a point. Is it A, Friday the 13th, B, Halloween, C, Nightmare on Elm Street, or D, The Thing? Five, four, three, two, Halloween. Is correct. Yeah. All right, so Ben Bateman now sees himself up by one with his last question of this category in Mixed Bag. I just got confirmation from Perry that that was the correct answer. <laughs> Thank you. All right, boss, your final question in the world of Mixed Bag for two points. Nev Campbell plays Dwayne The Rock Johnson's wife in what 2010's action film? And five, four, three, two. Skyscraper. And I like them as a couple. That is correct for two more points. So it's a 14 to 11 lead for the boss after round number two. He entered that round trailing by three after Perry had a sterling round two herself. Now it's Bateman once again on top by three. Yeah, Perry's playing a hell of a game here too. Gets the opponent's choice, gives a mixed bag. It was a smart move. He had to check down a multiple choice. Sees himself now down, oh, excuse me, up by only three going in around number three against Perry Nimrov, and anything can happen in round number And you number see three. a contrast of managerial styles. Coy Jandrew more like a personal trainer, Adam and Ben looking like they're waiting for women to approach them at a bar. <laughs> and now we get to the rules of round three. Each competitor is gonna give us a series of numbers. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent. Each integer corresponds to a different category of movie trivia schmodown mystery. First question's worth two points, next one's worth three points, and the final question is worth your very life. Now it's just five points for last. There's no penalty for missing a question, there is no stealing in round three. So now for those numbers, we do go to the boss first. Ben, you enjoy a three-point lead from one to 20. What feels fortunate? I'm gonna go 17, seven, and three. Oh, he went backwards. 17, seven, and three, and for Perry. 11, 9, and 5. 11, 9, and 5 for Perry. She will be going first. All right, so Perry Nemiroff, you chose category 11. Category 11. And that's going to be in the world of Pixar films. Pixar films Pixar. For Perry. All right, Perry, here is your two-point question in the realm of Pixar films. You'll find the characters Forky and Gabby Gabby in which film in the Toy Story franchise? Toy Story 4. That's correct. She cuts the lead to one. She needs to hit this in order to avoid the TKO. Mark, she chose category number nine. Category and number nine. That's going to be the world of musicals. Musicals. All right. 
I practiced. Alright, here you go. Perry? Which 1996 Muppet film features the songs Shiver My Timbers, Cabin Fever, and A Professional Pirate? Muppets Treasure Island? That's correct! Yeah. So three wow. more points! Tough to maneuver those Muppet titles! So now Bateman... Yeah. going to be challenging the title on that. All right. She, she, what, the answer, give me the answer again, you said? You said, well, I just want to confirm your answer with the challenge. Muppets Treasure Island. All right. Okay. Muppets Treasure Island, right? Follow okay. And okay, that's what she said, and, and you're challenging? I'm challenging the title is not Muppets Treasure Island. All right. Any uh, further delineation or deliberation from managers before we make our ruling? Okay. We argue the, uh, in good faith, title of film that is the title of the film title. It's not like the thing. Okay. Right. Okay. Adam Witt, any last words before we make our rule? Yeah, I don't believe Muppets Treasure Island is the title of that film, right? Uh, the question was, what was the title of that? So you're, film? I, you're giving. So you're giving. The reason why you say this is for the opportunity to potentially steal. All, All right. right. Okay. No, no, no. There's no steal. Oh, not a steal. No. Wait. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Okay. We All got right. it. Let's. We got it. And we have the combination. The challenge is that Perry said Muppets Treasure Island when in fact the name of the film is Muppet Treasure Island. That may be the case, although it is the feeling of the ruling body that Perry displayed the knowledge in the proper form Muppets, Muppet Treasure Island. We will accept Muppets Treasure Island as a correct answer for this match, and it is a three point game in the favor of Perry Nemiroff, Christian. Yes. So the challenge is overruled. Perry now retains that three points that she earned, and now that does avoid a TKO for Bateman. He now has to answer at least one movie trivia question in this round. He can tie Perry if he gets this two-pointer. That's right. He needs to get this two-point question. He chose Mark category 17. 17. That's right. And Doug Williams' legendary number corresponds to the world of horror movies. All right. Horror movies it is. Horror movies it is. All right, here it is. All right, horror movies. They're very scary. And can also get you a tie in this match. For two points, Ben, Linda Blair plays Reagan O'Neill in what landmark 1973 film? Can I repeat that? You have Five, one repeat left. Four, three, two. The Exorcist. That is correct. All right. Two points and the tie. We're gonna stick. We're gonna stick with Ben Bateman here to see if he can retake the lead with his three-point question. Mark, he chose category seven. Category seven, and that corresponds to my dear personal friend, Will Smith. Will Smith is the three-point question four. Ben Bateman, all right, Mark, when you are ready, sir. Ben, this could give you a three-point lead. If your answer is correct, the question, what actress stars alongside Will Smith as Rita Escobar in the film Wild Wild West? Oh. 
Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Last one. That's his final JTE rule. Categories Will Smith in the question. What actress stars alongside Will Smith in the film Wild Wild West? Rene Russo. Rene Russo. That is incorrect. We were looking for Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek Salma is Hayek. so. Here's where we stand. We're still tied up. Still tied. Perry Nemiroff hits this five. She bounces it back to Ben Bateman. Here is the question for Perry Nemiroff. Perry, for her five-pointer, chose category five. Category five. All right, she's looking at movies about stuff that actually happened. That would be biopics. Biopics for Perry Nemiroff. All right, Perry, here is your five-point question in the world of biopics. Steve Zahn plays Officer Tucker, who finds sympathy toward Ron Woodruff's developing cause, stemming from his own father's Alzheimer's battle in this 2010's Oscar-winning film. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Last one. Steve Zahn plays Officer Tucker, who finds sympathy towards Ron Woodruff's developing cause, stemming from his own father's Alzheimer's battle in this 2010's Oscar-winning film. Dallas Buyers Club? That's correct! For five points, wow. Harry Nemiroff has put herself in the position to win the game. If she, if Ben Bateman hits it, we go to sudden death. If he misses it, Perry Nemiroff advances to the next round. All right, Mark, Ben chose category three. Category three. Category three. And that corresponds to a decade. It's a decade I believe Ben spent some time in. That would be the 1990s. 1990s for the five point question. Five point question. All right. Here it is. All right, Ben, this is for the tie. Category of the 90s. Who stars as a successful architect having an affair with his secretary in Spike Lee's Jungle Fever? Five. Four, three, two. Wesley Snipes. And we're going to sudden death, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Sudden death it is. Ben Bateman hits the five point. And where, how did we think we were going to get here? Oh my goodness, sudden death it is. Perry Nemiroff, Ben Bateman, what a round one match. What more do you want? The first match of the tournament, and this is the proper way to kick it off. We're here live at Scum and Villainy taping this event. We have a raucous crowd, two game competitors. Why not do some sudden death? What do you say, folks? The crowd's ready to go, and now for the rules of sudden death. It's going to feel a lot like round number one, except a whole lot more pressure. We're going to ask a question to the field. You simply write down your best attempt at an answer on whatever size whiteboard you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the audience, to us, and the camera. Make sure you got it right. Questions are worth one point. 
So if both competitors get a correct answer, we'll move on to the next question. If you both miss it, we'll move on to the next question. But if one of you gets it correct, the other incorrect, the correct answer or will be declared the winner of the match. All right, so we asked Ben, are you ready? Ben, are you ready? Yep. Perry, are you ready? Let's do it. She's in the tournament for a reason. This is why. All right, here we go. Here's the first question. Here is the first question. Which actor stars as the title character in the 1972 American revisionist Western, Jeremiah Johnson? All right, each competitor with one JTE roll in sudden death. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Ben. Robert Redford. And Perry? I did not get it. I put Clint Eastwood. And your winner, ladies and gentlemen, Ben the Boss. Bateman. Bateman does it, but it was not easy. Going deep into Westerns, a category made famous by John the Outlaw Roca. Ben has defeated the Outlaw earlier this season, and now Perry Nemiroff to go along with it as he advances in this tournament. And she made him earn it, man, because she made him earn it. Perry Nemiroff becoming a first-round beast. Every time you play her, you got to sweat it, and the former champion had to do that today. Perry Nemiroff, what a battle it was, but Ben Bateman is the victor with the final score of 22-21. I mean, what a match. They don't get any closer than that. That's Randolph Childress's number and Tim Duncan's number. 22-21. to 21. That is the final here today in the first match of the singles tournament. And now for an exclusive interview with the winner, Ben Bateman, and his manager, Kaiser. Oh, no, wait, he's somewhere else. Adam Witt, we toss it over to the great Steph Sabra. First of all, big congratulations, Ben. Big win. It seemed like Perry almost had you there, though. You know, Steph, you're new at this, but uh, everybody always brings their A game against the boss. It's just how it is. So, you know, it was close, but was it really close? I'm just replaying the moment where she said, shut up, Ben, but back to your win. The, going into, you got mixed bag on the opponent choice. Were you at all nervous with that spin? Well, mixed bag goes way back. It's the history of the Shimoda, and it's like season four, season five, everybody decided that was the slice that you'd give people because you don't get categories, and you just never know what you're going to get. So I had the instinct on the two that I went to multiple choice, but better safe, and I knew she'd get that scream question right away, so just had to play careful. I know that you won the tournament. This is where you do such great things. Now you're moving on in the tournament. How are you feeling about this one specifically? Every year is a new year. You know, it's been, a, it's been a year and a half of really, really, really close matches, some wins, and obviously some devastating losses. Um, we've got some work to do in the dungeon if we want to bring home that trophy, and, and I'm a big part of that. I'm team captain, so I know what I have to do, and I feel as focused as I've ever felt. Speaking about the dungeon, Adam, well, we've been seeing a lot of you lately, and the people seem to be rallying behind you. Kaiser hasn't been here. Is there anything going on? Steph, you could cool it with that line of questioning with Adam. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to replace John Kaiser. John Kaiser put this entire team together. I'm, I'm under his tutelage. I have a little different things I do in training, but I'm not here to replace John Kaiser. I'm here to support what he's built with the dungeon, which is maniacs like this guy that know this amount of questions and they're going to tear through this tournament. I'm hearing you, but I'm also seeing matching outfits. So I, I think there might be a little bit a different narrative coming to play. But Ben, moving forward in this tournament, is there any specific player that you're looking out for, hoping to lose, hoping to compete? 
Well, you know, Steph, I don't know even who's honestly in this tournament at this point. Uh, there's so much chaos and so many matches going on, but if I get a chance to finally play against Jeff Snyder in singles, I'd be pretty happy about that one. I've never seen that guy. Uh, and uh, I I'd say I want to play against Dan Merle, but he's going to be champ till the end of the year, so he won't be in this tournament. Perry made her singles debut, and she did incredible. How did you feel about her performance against you tonight? Look, I'm going to give Perry a hard time any chance I get, but at the end of the day, she's a real player. And she took out Kalinowski last year, and as much as I want to downplay that man's legacy, he truly has a legacy. So I knew what I was walking into. I, I knew what it was, and uh, she played very well. It could have just as easily been a flipped uh, sudden death question. It could have been over. So. Well, Ben, congrats and good luck moving forward in this tournament. Good to see both of you. Back to you at the desk. All right, well, Christian, you see a uh, very happy, a very jubilant celebration of winning just one match there. Ben Bateman, but acknowledging that Perry Nemiroff was a formidable opponent. Of course. I mean, how could you not? She pushed him into sudden death, and that would have been massive, massive not only uh, in scale of, you know, the rankings, but because the dungeon needed this. This is one of their lead horses who had to get through the first round. The interesting thing to me was the question that Steph asked about Adam Witt and Kaiser. Adam Witt has looked like he's been the one driving the dungeon bus. Where is Kaiser? What's going on? What's going to happen? Ben Bateman shut it down quick. Kaiser said, oh, no, 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 no. I think there's more to that story. I think there's more to what's going on with Witt and, and managing as much as he is, because I don't know where Kaiser is. They're in the dungeon. Kaiser apparently in the basement wearing an iron mask. We'll tackle that with later schmodowns, I'm sure. But right now we go back to Steph Sabra for an interview with the Corky Mercs, Koi Jandrew and Perry Nemiroff, victorious even if in defeat. Perry, Koi, I know that didn't end the way we wanted, but Perry, what a match you put up, everyone. Sudden death, bringing it to sudden death on your singles debut in 2021. What's running through your mind right now? Why do I feel like I won right now? <laughs> you, you are a winner. This, this was probably one of the best feelings that I've had after a match because it was a perfect example of how like all of the pep talks and all the training that I did with bibs like it paid off we've been working together so closely for like the weeks leading up to this and I like actually just did all the things we talked about and I feel really good about it you really did that Perry you did that that was an incredible match to watch and Koi I know that you were so excited cheering her on the entire way saying this is why she's in the tournament and I'm sure you're proud now even after the loss I it was a win like I I'm I not not being deluded but the guys held a belt and everyone scoffed at Perry, not everyone, enough people I watched, scoffed at Perry in the tournament, and I was like, no, you're about to see why Perry's here. So I stand by that last statement right before a 1972 action movie question that is very much his wheelhouse. He missed Selma Hayek. He, like, the things he, also the only guy on the poster in that movie for the five-pointer. I love you, PJ, but I'm aware of that. Now, the thing about this is, I'm really impressed with the way she played with JTEs, the way she dropped down, all of the actual tactics, plus knowledge, Everything we talked about she did, and she didn't have ring rust. She walked in here and did that right there. He's had a belt. She will have a belt. I'm so proud of her. This is why she's a quirky Merc. This is why you don't read message boards. Champion. Perry, that's how I'm feeling. You didn't win today, but I feel like everyone's going to be so excited looking at you in the future, knowing that you're a huge competitor. And after that challenge, I have to ask you, were you a little bit nervous in taking it to round three to the sudden death? 
I was, I mean, I was very nervous with the challenge because, like, I don't know what I said, to be honest, when that came up. I kind of just went into panic mode. But, you know, going into sudden death, I, I know that he has a solid foundation there, and I'm a little rocky in some categories. So the second they said 70s, I, I knew what kind of position that I was going to be in. But a big thing that I'm working on right now is to never let something go. You make an educated guess. You never know what could happen. And I did that. I ticked that box, and I'm happy with it. I gotta say regarding the challenge, that was the first time as a manager, I was like, I don't even know how to compute how dumb this is. Like, I've never walked up to a mic and been like, are you serious right now? Like, Ben, perfectly nice guy. The boss, I don't like to deal with him. So it was a real interesting moment of like, I can't articulate how incredulously dumb this moment is for me because it's the movie and in good faith, how are you that guy again? Like, there's only so many times you can be that guy. He's running out of that, guys. Goy, I gotta say, you're known for being a talker, and that was like the shortest sentence you ever gave, was your explanation of the challenge. Like, I walked up to the mic like, is there an are you serious clause? Can I just hold up a sign? Like, I felt like Looney Tunes. I was like the Roadrunner, like, me meep. Like, bruh? I need a bruh button to play Ben Bateman. I need a bruh button. Because, like, dude, come on. Beat her fair and square. She almost beat you fair and square. And I love that we got in his head and lived there. She has real estate in there. She beat Kalinowski last year. She almost beat Bateman in the first round of the tournament both belt holders who's she gonna get in the head of next who's she gonna beat next year come on resume <laughs> Perry well I'm hitting the bra button for you every single time I can't wait to see what you do next congrats on tonight even though you didn't come out with the win good to see you both back to you at the desk it's a win. <laughs> and how about that Perry Nimrov obviously getting the love from this crowd as she should and getting uh, the love from her manager and Coy's right she was there there are some people like oh wait a minute well this is a lower seed uh, this will probably be an easy match for Bateman. It was anything but an easy match. Perry pushed him to the limit. Perry in that first round is not someone you want to meet because of what she did here today. And Bateman also realizing how crucial it was to not give away a possible steal opportunity, right. checking to multiple choice, knowing Perry's wealth of knowledge, particularly in the horror movie genre, but particularly in the scream genre as well. So much fun, back and forth, zigging and zagging. 22 to 21 is your final. Ben Bateman advances, but Perry Nemiroff just might have won our hearts. And the only thing I'll say to Koi Ginger as far as the stupidest challenge I ever saw, Kate, moving on. Um, what? What? What happened? What happened? I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Sound like you said one name there. So anyway, that's Christian. I'm Mark. And what a way to kick off the tournament here live at Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood, California. That's right. Woo! And you talk about that energy. That's the Scum and Villainy Cantina. That's happening. Kalinowski and Chandra playing on the 14th. And ladies and gentlemen, New York, Brooklyn. We are back October 9th. It's during Comic-Con weekend. Get there. There are only a few tickets left, and the Schmodown Spectacular. Number six, that is happening on December 4th, downtown L.A. Get your tickets now before it is all sold out. That is going to be the biggest event we have ever done of all time. So for Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. For this great crowd here at the Scum and Villainy Cantina, we'll see you next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.